0: The Echo Chamber, brought to you by The Homes Report and produced by the international broadcast specialist, Marketeers. And sponsored by March Communications, connecting innovation and people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Echo Chamber. This is Arun Sudhaman and we're co- recording this podcast in the sunny city of johannesburg we've just finished the third african innovation summit and i'm here with one of the panelists um, from today's event a long-time friend of the homes report kerry ann stanton who is the head of communications at m&m brands you have another title as well which i've misplaced Uh,
1: well i wear two hats so i I wear the m&m brands hat because that allows me to stretch and grow myself because that's all about building a network.
0: Right, and m M&M Brands is, is the holding group. It's correct. the holding
1: group, it's an investment company that um, is quite aggressively trying to build Africa's first network of communication and advertising agencies mm. so that we can take on the WPPs and the Omnicoms and mm. all those global giants. Well, good luck giants. to you,
0: African owned
1: for Africans, by Africans.
0: Excellent. And your second role?
1: And the second role is, um, while we are trying to find the right PR agency to merge with or acquire or do an equity swap with, is we need, an, um, we need an, a PR offering. Mm-hmm. So I am busy building a PR offering in the group. So that role is just PR strategist because I refuse to be an MD ever again
0: okay so that's kind of your industry takeover play yes right and how is that progressing so far I mean we should give a little background on you actually so you obviously were at Engage Joe Public before where in fact you launched their PR offering as well correct
1: so I was headhunted by so I had I had Built um, a PR agency called Kezi Communications. I mm-hmm. um, then sold it to GGI, Gillian Games International. Mm. Stayed on there for a year and a half. And then um, I actually approached Joe Public to become their preferred PR supplier or partner. Mm. And um, they said to me, we're starting a PR agency with or without you, so come play. Mm. So we started engaged Joe Public and I was with them for four years.
0: Right, okay. Mm-hmm. And now you're launching effectively a new agency for M&M brands.
1: Yes, it's called so the PR uh, the PR offering is called Boza. Right. Um and so that's pretty new and then I also assist with PR within Avatar. So with mm. the M&M brands, with the that holding group, I get to do any kind of PR work or PR requirements for any of the agencies within the network. So mm-hmm. I get to work, um, I get to help on avatar work, I get to help with Mela Events, which is the, the eventing agency that we acquired last year, mm. um, um, and, then of, and then Boza, Boza um, which we are building from scratch. Wow,
0: and so when you're building a new agency from scratch, what do you do now that you wouldn't have done four years ago When you were doing it the last time
1: i i would well what i'm doing now is refusing to take on the md role i'm refusing to (laughs) sit on xcos and mancos i'm refusing to get bogged down with with um Mm. gm stuff Um, so so that is a very clear line in the sand that i that i have with with um our two wonderful founders and owners, Zibusizu um, Manguanazi and Veliat Ngobani, they get it, they understand it. So my focus can really be on strategy and creative and new business, um, mm-hmm. which is what I'm good at. I'm not, you know, I'm really, I'm not great at any of that other stuff. Mm. So that's, you know, I've got a lot of support on that side. Um, what else would I not do? Um,
0: or what else would you do? What else I guess. would it's I do? It's interesting because it's not often you come across people who are launching new agencies just four years apart. Yeah. So you can actually kind of compare and contrast.
1: Well, I think it's, you know, I mean, it's a diff- I think I'm, I'm incredibly conscious and mindful, because this is the third PR agency that I'm building, mm. that I don't try and recreate the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think what's, um, you know, Kezi was kind of a jack of all trades. Um, Engage ended up being an extremely creative agency. Um, that was our differentiator. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the PR work that, I, that that Boza is doing now, which is kind of a strange turn of events, is is very public affairs, corporate affairs oriented. Okay. Um, so it's it's uh, it's very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and the approach, so so it has helped shape the narrative. It has helped us kind of go, and um, we are not going to be the PR agency that you're gonna read about, that you're gonna hear about our wins and the work that we're doing. You're gonna feel the work that we're doing. Right, um, okay. So it's just, yeah, I think, yeah. you know, we've been up there and we've won all the awards and we've done all of that stuff. And, yeah. and so let's try and do it differently.
0: Sure. Um, why did you move to M&N? M&M? From engaged Joe Public,
1: um, I'd been there. I'd been there four years. Um, I think we had, I, we were, we it was, we were on a high. We had won. I mean, it was it was a crazy amount of wa- awards. Eleven awards in one year, mm-hmm. um, in the South African context, that's a lot. Um, yep, we had w- we had shown incredible growth. Um, but something I, f- I felt I felt and it was like so what now what what next now it, all we can do really is to scale up and do I want to be leading a huge 60 80 person agency um, um, so uh, and so that that was like in the back of my head I'm like I don't I, that, I don't know rather leave on a high hmm. um, and then also you know this, you know, it might sound really twee, but this the, living in South Africa, the transformation issues and the the lack of transformation and bringing new young black talent into the industry was really bugging me.
0: It's still a, a pressing issue. It's here. a
1: pressing issue, and I just I had known. I mean, Zee and Veli and I have a history. We've worked together before, um, many years ago. Um, and and when they made the call to me and said, this is our vision, and mm. they sold me the vision of what they were trying to do, and it was just much bigger. It was mm. much bigger than a new PR agency. It was much bigger than an advertising agency. It's, it's, it's just a much bigger vision. And I completely bought into that and am driving it and want to be part of it Mm. you know I want to be part of that change.
0: And did you see space in the market for a new agency as well?
1: A new PR agency?
0: Well the new agency that you're setting up I guess because presumably you must have as a as an entrepreneur yeah you would have thought to yourself okay this is going to be successful I can see that perhaps these areas are not being covered by existing agencies.
1: You know, it was more, I think it's more about, it was more about, to be quite honest, it was more about, I need to go somewhere where I can learn more and where I can grow more. Mm. And in that space, and that's why that corporate role, you know, of head of comms, was quite a safe space for me to sit for a bit. And then, and then see where the opportunities lay, mm-hmm. um, and then to and to see where I could facilitate and where I could assist, and where I could add value, um, and and then yes, it's it's it's. I think the state of the PR industry is always open. There's always an opportunity for something new and fresh, mm. just by virtue of
0: of what we do absolutely and and the, and the pace of change exactly. do you see a lot of new agencies appearing on the South African PR market?
1: yeah I I mean I didn't I wasn't aware of them until I actually um, judged the prism mm-hmm. and the Sabre awards this year. And I was surprised. I was really surprised at the number of new young agencies, the new shops that have opened up, um, that are doing fantastic work, mm-hmm. really good work. So, mm. so where they've come from and so quickly and delivered results so quickly is, is, is impressive.
0: Mm. Well, do, do you feel – I mean, it's a tough question if, if you've only just become aware of them. Mm. But do you feel it says anything about the market that those firms are – are coming up now
1: you know I think I think the this the state of the PR industry always is as those big yeah you're going to I mean and that's why you battle that's why you battle to find talent and that's why you battle to retain talent is because people grow up in the big agencies and then they leave to start their own agencies mm. you know that's just the flow that's the way it goes um so yeah I mean I think they they, I forgotten your question. <laughs> I just uh, so. Don't worry. I often <laughs> forget my own questions too. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I think they. Uh,
0: what, what does it? What do you think of the market as a whole? Um, given that these agencies are coming up,
1: I think it's. I don't think it's anything new.
0: Right. Okay. I
1: don't think it's anything new. I think it is what it is. I think it is what what happens. I think what is going to be interesting, is. This new Mac Charter, this new yep. Triple B E Code. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Mac Charter came into play from the first of March this year, if I stand to be corrected. I mean, and that stipulates forty-five percent black ownership.
0: Okay, so how hard is that going to be for South Africa's PR agencies?
1: Well, it's got. I mean, there's, it's it's not a simple. It's it's never a simple thing because if you're earning under certain revenue, it's you can get away with it. There's you know, yeah. there's there's different things, but. I am very curious as to what's going to happen with the bigger agencies because, because none they of them can't
0: would meet that threshold, no. and they can't—they couldn't really easily meet that threshold no. either, right? No. Especially if they're publicly owned.
1: Yes, yeah. So I th- that's going to be very interesting for me. The smaller agencies and, uh, are going to be fine, mm. um, but they're not. But the smaller agencies are not going to be able to get the big accounts. Mm. And they're not going to... So it's going to be quite interesting to see who is around in a year's time and who's not.
0: And so what happens if you don't meet that threshold? You can't bid for, let's say, government business?
1: It's not just government business. Okay. Um, I mean, I, we, I'm i seeing that The banks seem to be the ones that, that mm-hmm. are the most conscious of it. Right. Um, and the banks are the ones going, unless you've got 45% ownership, we don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. Um, and saying to the incumbent agencies, going... So mm. we're going to put this out to tender. Um and and I think I mentioned it on the panel and it's 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 happened twice in mm. the last 2 weeks. where we've got calls going if you are 100% black owned mm. then we want to see you. If you're not, we don't. Yeah. Um and that's quite hardcore. Yeah. That's quite hardcore and I I I'm, I mean I'm Super excited because of course I can go. Yes, yes I'm 100% <laughs> black owned. Yeah. When can I come with my creds? Um, and that's an interesting. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thing that's happening.
0: Do you feel any sympathy for the agencies, or, or do you think you know they've had 30 years to address this? I
1: have no sympathy. Mm. I have no sympathy. I have no empathy. It's, <laughs> really, I don't. It's. It's. How we have. Lived and worked in this country mm. for as long as we have, pretending with uh, you know that it's n- that it's not an issue, that it's not going to happen, that I can make my money and look the other way. Um, it's just unconscious, unconsciousness. What is the word I'm trying to Unconscionable, say? Unconscionable. Thank you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yes. Um.
0: What What do you do if you're a, a mid-sized PR agency um, that is Let's say white-owned in South Africa. Uh, what are your options now?
1: Well, I, th- I, th- I think there's lots of options. I think the biggest thing is to let go of your fear mm. um, and to s- and to find something in your in your belly and in your heart that goes. This is not about me giving away my ag- agency because I think that's a lot. That that's where a lot of people just stumble yeah. on, but this is about. Creating a different kind of wealth mm. and a new kind of wealth, um, so there's lots of options. I mean, we in the M M&M and M Brands Group, we've done equity swaps, we've done straight out acquisitions. Um, you know, I think I think the thing the the thing about the thing is that you've got to just just decide: do you want to do you want to do this? Or you're going to try and find your way around the codes because there's always going to be a way to get around the mm. codes. Um, but
0: these aren't the first codes. Right? No. And people have been finding their way around.
1: There has. So codes. we've had a lot of. I mean, there's been a lot of window dressing. There's been a lot of. Th- there has. But I think now with this new Mac Charter, mm. it's it's. I mean, 45% ownership is 45% ownership. Okay. You
0: know? Well, that's int- it's interesting to see. Um, In terms of the market beyond that, how do you see um, the South African PR industry? I mean, obviously this is our third year of doing the conference here, uh, which is probably too short a space of time to really gauge um, a huge amount of change. Um, I mean, economic conditions continue to be somewhat challenging. Um, Do you feel that agencies here are adapting quickly enough to all of the changes in the media environment?
1: You know, I think what I see, the big agencies have got their formulas Mm. and they've got their structures and there's clients that feel very comfortable in that space. Um, So I think that's going to continue. I just don't know that those agencies are going to be able to continue to scale and to grow If they're not doing anything truly different Mm. Um, and I'm seeing and that's why these new agencies that come up are the ones that hold the creativity that the the interesting thing that I did notice when I was judging the awards is the inconsistency in those small agencies Mm. so you would have like a brilliant creative entry that mm. you'd go like wow and then next and then you'd open up this another one from the same agency that was nowhere yeah
0: whereas with the big agencies what I often notice is sometimes even in the same category they'll have multiple entries that I can't distinguish from they're each all look other the same. They're, and I they're know. all quite good all, yeah I know <laughs>
1: but they all look the same yeah. it's yeah. that formula so so yeah I mean I just I think that's I think it's 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 going to be interesting to see who can who can, who can who can mm-hmm. play the game
0: and how much of an issue is uh, the talent that you're able to recruit, develop, retain uh, because that's always the it's biggest always, challenge right
1: It always is and it remains um, I think that that I think we're seeing I do see a lot of a lot more um people are seeing PR as a lucrative career hmm. um and i am seeing a lot more um men come into the industry mm-hmm. um which uh, for some reason the south african PR industry has always been very female dominated so i'm seeing a, i'm seeing much more younger younger guys coming in um which is great because i think they i think maybe at university level, you know, like at UJ strategic honours level, we're talking about business results. Mm. And if there's business results, then suddenly PR doesn't feel um, two boobs and balloon.
0: (laughs) 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 I I heard that phrase at our (laughs) conference three years ago and then immediately tried to forget (laughs) I'd ever heard it. Um, What can the world learn from public relations in South Africa? Because I often feel like not just South Africa, but so many of these countries, there's so much to learn. And here in particular, it's such a diverse country, so many languages, um, such, you know, the the sort of grassroots Mm. uh, mentality as well, the importance of purpose. What what do you think are the things the world should be watching South Africa for?
1: To be honest, I don't know that, I don't know that, the South African PR industry is doing anything truly groundbreaking or innovative yet. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we still play in that very safe space. Um, Clients are are still playing in that very safe space. And I think as clients, when when their budgets are under threat, they just want safety. Um, I think probably, probably, if anything, I think it's interesting to watch now with our new government mm.
0: um,
1: and with the new eye on corporate governance and um, you know the the, the the huge amounts of of, of um, crises that we've gone through with McKinsey and Eskom and Bell Pottinger and all of that. I think it's how I think it would be. It's interesting to watch how we take PR into a very, I hate the word, but a very authentic space.
0: Mm. How did the Bell Pottinger saga scandal affect the reputation of the PR industry in South Africa?
1: You know what, I think it did us all the biggest favor because suddenly people went, oh, is that what PR can do? Is that the power of PR? You know, so so every cloud, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think a lot of you know, it was like, oh, yeah. I think it really did did us a favor in that respect because suddenly, you they a lot of people realised if you have the right comms person at the table, what it can actually do. You
0: too can stir up racial (laughs) hatred.
1: (laughs) You know, and and. Whatever I mean, as, as atrocious as it was, it was a brilliant strategy. <laughs> it was a. Br- I will give them that. It was a brilliant strategy. Yeah,
0: a, bit, a little misguided. Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Well, not just in ter- terms of what they did, but in terms of thinking it would be effective, right? Because surely they should have realised they'd get found out. Well, it was it, it was.
1: It was effective. It
0: was until it wasn't. It
1: was until it wasn't. But right. I mean, it did. It it, it. 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 I mean, look what it did. Um, I suppose
0: it's the ultimate throwing yourself on the grenade for the client.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. They
0: did become really Um, Okay, and one last question I wanted to ask you. No more Jacob Zuma um, at long last, long overdue I think. Uh, Every time I came here it seemed like he was on the verge of going. Yep. Um, New president, a lot more positivity around the country. How do you think that translates for South Africa's global brand around the world?
1: I think our president is trying very hard. Um, So he's been, I mean, he's been out there with the message. Mm. Um, There's a lot of politics back home that he has to keep, he keeps getting called back to deal with. So I think we're in for a long haul. And what I've seen from him and what I've learned from him, um, even in the PR space, is that... Is that this? There's going to be no. uh, We're not. We're we're not going to have a quick Obama fix. We're not going to have a quick. He, Mm. Cyril Ramaphosa is a trade unionist Mm -hmm. at heart. He is a negotiator, um, and he will take all the time he needs, to for both parties to feel that they've won. and that's been a it's been a lesson in PR actually. I was just
0: going to say that's yeah. you know that's kind of good public relations. It right? is mutual benefit.
1: I mean, as, so we all anxious. I mean, we were anxious. When is he? When is Zuma going to get fired? When is it going to happen? Mm. When is it going to happen? And when it eventually happened, there was a picture of Zuma smiling right. next to him. So, yeah. so, you know, that I think the art. I think he is teaching us the art of patience, mm. the art of pausing to think
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so I think we in and I, I, while a lot of people want action faster um, I think there's 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 lots of lessons that mm. we're gonna we're gonna learn from him yes. about just doing its something just slower and with a bit more thought mm.
0: it's no bad thing to have a leader as considered as that mm. perhaps if especially if you look at some of the leaders of other countries yeah. these days yep okay Carrie Kerri-Anne, thank you so much, both for this podcast, for taking part in our conference again. Um, You're
1: welcome. Thank you.
0: And we hope to get you back on the show in the not-too-distant future.
1: Great. Look forward to it.
0: You've been listening to The Echo Chamber. Brought to you by The Holmes Report and produced by Marketeers. Sponsored by March Communications, connecting innovation and people.